My dear listeners, I hope today is going amazing for you. Join me on my podcast as I share stories of people just like you who made bold decisions in their lives and in turn, they live their dreams. As they say, it's up to you to make it happen. This show is sponsored by BioMental, all natural nutritional supplements for your daily needs. Always stay healthy, strong and focused, and the rest will follow. To learn more, go to biomental.org. Hello everyone, today we're meeting Adam Carr. He is an author, a coach, and a leading expert in regulating our nervous system. Hello, Adam. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, Anna. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. So let's start a conversation by diving into your journey of becoming the person you are today. What led you to discover your true passion in life? How did it start for you? Yeah, well, I uh, I had my burnout moment in, when I was 25 and went on a really beautiful journey that um, led me to where I am today. In particular, there's uh, six steps that I discovered and that I share with all my clients that first, if I could, um, anyone who's hearing this message and resonates with what we talk about, just so they know they can grab a copy of these six steps in detail off my website, which is clearimpact.io, clearimpact.io, and it's the Unleash Your Energy Roadmap. And essentially what I discovered was that I could utilize my nervous system to heal all the things I was suffering from mentally and physically just by starting to create some real powerful presence in what was happening in my own life. And when I discovered what I discovered, it, it just made things a lot easier instead of having to always rely on another arduous, time-consuming solution that we're often being sold as the ways to be healthy right now. Yeah, you're right. And a lot of people are struggling nowadays to de-stress themselves. So they're always overwhelmed, feeling anxious. And uh, is there any tips or practices you would recommend to kind of slow down and be in the moment to be present and to help yourself to de-stress and in order to kind of like come back to that say state of well-being yeah yeah you know and, and predominantly i focus on working with parents and you can imagine as parents i have two kids myself the amount of pressure that we are under in modern society and the amount of stress we're under and then you throw kids on top of the mix it becomes a very tricky place to live healthy from because you're constantly being triggered and constantly being reactive to things and that's not our fault it's just the way the brain is designed and so the first step is always to start to pay attention and notice what is my mind up to what are the thoughts that are coming up you know on average we have seventy thousand thoughts a day it's a lot of thoughts. Yeah. I used to be stuck in a lot of self-sabotaging thoughts when I didn't have access to my ability to manage my moments of life and was stuck in my own triggers, diagnosed ADHD, was pre-diabetic at one point, very much about 
stuck in thoughts of fix, 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 fix. How do I figure this out? How do I figure this out? And it has just perpetuated this experience of stress and frustration. <clears throat> so step one really needs to be one where we get familiar with our own patterns. What's happening in my own mind? What's my mind telling me about my money situation? What's my mind telling me about my relationships? What's my mind telling me about my health? You'll notice there's a pretty uh, similar feeling to a lot of those thoughts. And so when we start to get in touch with those, we can start to play with them in a way where we can shift them. And we can teach our heart and nervous system to teach our brain to let go of some of those patterns. And so that's really step, step two in the process. Once you've discovered some of those patterns, you can really work with your nervous system to teach your brain to feel safe and feel loved in the moments it's still trying to keep you triggered. So for example, when you're with your kids and they're very loud and fighting and maybe they're you know, uh, not wanting to put their clothes on to get out the door in the morning, which many of us parents know how that frustrating that can be. That's a beautiful moment to notice the trigger you're feeling, the anxiety, the frustration, and then work with your own nervous system in that moment to reset it so that you're not in a fight or flight energy, but you're actually back in a peaceful, harmonious, calm, present state. And there's a particular practice that I discovered through rock climbing that saved my life. And the practice itself is called heart flow. And it's a 33 second breath practice that allows you to reset your own nervous system in the moments of life you need it most. And that's kind of step two is once we know we see a pattern, we're feeling triggered. Now we want to train our nervous system to be in that parasympathetic calm state, which you can do in under a minute in a way where you have freedom to then make more empowered choices. Right, and you just mentioned that we always have a choice to um, receive the same type of situation in a different way in order to make the best decision possible at the moment. But we have to kind of find a way to come down and return to that state of balance and be present and be the best version of what we can be in that moment. And That's it's it. sometimes hard for people to be present and they trying to, you know, find a way to escape that present moment by being usually either in the past or in the future in their mind. Mm -hmm. And a lot of triggers that you just mentioned, they could present themselves in different scenarios, but we also have to be curious of why we feel in this way and kind of figure out the reason of, you know, those emotions that come to the surface and first to kind of figure out how to uh, let go of that and return to the state of balance. So what do you think will help people, um, you know, kind of do it on the spot and mm. maybe five, 10 minutes to come down and kind of be present? Yeah, I think one of the the, the most important things to know is that this is a biological state that you can train into you. We're just not told that this is something we can do because it doesn't feed into a system that's broken. The broken system is one where we are stuck with a lack of critical thought because in fight or flight, you can't think clean or clear. You might think you are, but 80% of our lives right now is predominantly set in a fight or flight reactive state. You don't even know it. And so you're working at a diminished capacity mentally and physically you're inflamed, your hormones are imbalanced. 
you have all sorts of cravings. I used to be a sugar addict. And so there's an element of, of this where we have to recognize, okay, let's stop buying into a system that's broken. And if this is, of course, if this resonates with what you're hearing and focus on one thing and one thing only, and that's the nourishment of the relationship between your brain and your nervous system. That's it. And there's some very particular practices that you can utilize every day to honor that relationship. And when you do, you start to feel happier and more present. And presence for me, you know, it's just a word, like all languages is words. But for me, it's a feeling. And presence is a feeling of growth. It's a feeling of fulfillment. And that is a cultivated relationship with my parasympathetic nervous system. And so this is all around the the understanding of the autonomic nervous system. It's automatically working 24-7. The relationship between your nervous system and your brain is operating 24-7. Okay, well, I'm not going to sit here and recommend to you that you should meditate 20 minutes a day and that's your solution. I, hey, I think it's great, but that's not the solution. Meditation is going to teach you what it feels like to be present for a moment. But what happens when you see your partner and your partner is doing something that bothers you and you now feel resentful to them. Well, that's your brain utilizing thoughts about your partner to feed off of your fight or flight stress response. Or when you get the, the bill in the mail or the email that tells you you owe some money and you're all of a sudden start freaking out about the budget for the month. And now your brain again is locked in the patterns of being reactive because you don't know how to train your brain to let go of the use of your hormones in that way. The, the brain loves adrenaline and cortisol as its main sources of energy. It loves dopamine as its main sources of energy. And dopamine is mainly most of our coping habits, social media, sugar, alcohol, drugs, pornography, shopping, gambling. And so if we don't recognize that this is an internal game, and that we can train our nervous system to live in peace and in harmony, we'll forever be chasing the carrot that's just out of reach. When I lose the weight is when I'll feel that way. When I get my finances this way is when I'm going to feel like that. Well, good luck. You're, you're going to continue to manifest whatever that feeling is that's mm -hmm. dominating your life right now. Right. And it's all as a matter of feeling like you just mentioned that state of well-being or presence. It's a certain feeling that we're in and we know that uh, at this moment we can make the best decision possible because uh, nothing is being triggered and we can see things clearly as for what they are not labeling them because sometimes we know sometimes we think it's either good or bad you know it's just automatically uh we come up with those labels now mind but truly it's just what it is and if we just accept it and uh, look at it and find the solution the best possible solution at the moment and move forward with it that would be uh, a better way to you know deal with the situation but again like we are being reactive but this state of um being reactive it's usually you know it's kind of like out of control it feels like out of control but we yeah. need to get it under control so that's what like you just mentioned the training uh, yeah. comes into place but it takes time to practice it but yeah. over time you can get it under control and now you're in a driver's seat is that right well and it takes time and like you say it needs the right 
the right steps. And so, like I mentioned, the Unleash Your Energy six-step roadmap. Step number three is you have to get very clear on what you do want. In our modern way of experiencing life and being so driven from fight or flight and the burdens of life and the pushing our way through everything and wondering when we're ever going to have it be a different way and it's never quite that way. And that has a very particular way of seeing and experiencing your life. And it has a large filter from your brain's use of thoughts that has you blocked off from being able to put attention, energy, and focus towards the emotions that you do want to have, the experiences of life you do want to have as your reality now. And so in this process, and when I work with my clients, step three in, 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 that, in that roadmap is now that you're training your brain throughout the day to let go of the triggers, your nervous system needs a replacing energy because this is what's playing with the quantum field, the, the quantum physics of this, the manifestation of this is the emotional frequency. That's what you're manifesting. So as you teach your brain to let go of certain thoughts that are triggering, and now you have more space, now you want to fill the space with your intentions. And so we go through this whole process of building beautiful visions around our finances and our health and our relationships with our kids and our partner so that we have this, this emotional frequency that we can quickly bring in as a replacement so that you get to see really quickly how this is how this is played out. This is the game of optimizing our mental health and our physical health and our ability to manifest more of what we do want. It all comes from working with the present moment and the emotional frequency of the present moment. Yeah, that's true. And also, um, it's kind of tied to our belief system of what we believe we deserve uh, to have in this life, because sometimes we, you know, on automatic pilot, and we're not even thinking about why we're doing what we're doing, something is running on the background, and you know, that's how we behave. And then like if we just start asking questions, why are we taking those certain steps, certain action? What is the intention behind it? Um, you know, sometimes we find that something could be from the past that's no longer working for us in this present moment in, in order for us to, like you said, to create space for the new emotional frequency for new manifestations to come in in that present moment, then we need to let go of what's no longer working. Mm -hmm. Is that how it usually works? That is. And you start to get so familiar with the, the energy of what's not working in a way where you no longer get stuck cycling through it over and over again, because you start to recognize the feeling associated with it. Right now, we're so numb to how we we feel, and a lot of it does come from our childhood experiences. We weren't taught as children how to regulate our own nervous system and our nervous system's response to the brain in moments of stress when we're kids. And so our brain locks into these reactive behaviors and a lot of self-esteem, self-worth, shame, and guilt thinking, and kind of starts the, the disassociation to our own emotions out of a safety response. We numb ourselves from a young age to feeling because it's hurtful to feel. And we don't have a caregiver, ideally a parent, who knows how to co-regulate us, meaning a parent who knows how to regulate their own response to stress. We're not taught that. So how do you hold a space for your kids to feel safe in their own emotions, 
they're left to run around with in their own heads. And we know how this works, that the brain, it will do what it can to feed off of the fight or flight response. It's designed to do it. It's not the brain's fault. It's designed to do it. And so we just become so numb to the things that keep, you know, pushing us around or poking us around. And then eventually you get to be an adult and then you have all the adult responsibilities on top of that. The brain's constantly learning what, or what, what experiences are creating stress. It's looping more thoughts into our heads to keep us reacting to those things because the brain again knows I'm going to keep getting fed this, this reactive energy and we lose touch. And so when we start to nourish this and bring ourselves back online, the way we're meant to live through the heart, the vagus nerve, the main parts of our power, you become very in tune with the feelings of where you have been and where you've been stuck. And so when the brain starts to use those thoughts again, those patterns, and you're cleaning them up, it's going to try and use different ones and it's going to get louder. And it does all sorts of silly things that you start to notice more and more. But at some point, you get to this point where you have what I call the magic number, which is 51%. So 51% of your nervous system is now operating from the calm, restful state, the parasympathetic. Now you're above drowning. Now your heart starts to work for you. Now you're starting to be really in tune with what's my mind up to? Oh, wow. I don't like that feeling. Boom. I'm resetting it right now. Heart flow, heart flow, heart flow, heart flow. 33 second breath practice to reset it. Bringing in the emotions of what I do want. Boom. Now I'm in that frequency. Okay. Then 20 minutes later, the brain does it again. You're sitting at the counter. You're staring at the cookies in the cupboard. That was my big one. You're ready to just gobble them all down. Or maybe it's the glass of wine. And you say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Let me reset. Okay, now I'm back in the, the emotional frequency of what I do want. And this is the game. It's just constantly putting ourselves in the present moment biologically, not just, oh, I'm going to be present right now and sit like a yogi. No, it's you're actually doing something extremely powerful to your own biology. And it has a correlating result that is immediate. And the immediate result and the only result we should be after, at least at the first stage of doing this work, is a sense of peace, a sense of calm, and a connection to what presence feels like for you. That's it. Anything else that you're after right now is a product of society telling you that you should chase something, and it's not accurate. You should be after peace and calm and learn what that feels like because that's the real you, and it's the most powerful version of you possible, and it gives you access to more clear thinking, more motivation, more focus, and more physical endurance and strength. Yes, definitely. And also like with this uh, social media, we have a lot of distraction when we compare ourselves to others. And that's how like we think maybe I should chase that thing or why don't I have it? And we are always in that state of comparison. And that kind of like uh, you know, takes us off our own path and we're not focused on what really matters. And I think that's the most important thing that you just mentioned is to be able to really focus on this present moment and how, the way we feel, because this is what's going to give us that power back. And then from that place, we can navigate and know where we're going, being clear 
on the path that we're in and what we want in life because a lot of times people don't even know what they want i have we have to be the clearer the better because then we can create the vision of what we want and how totally. to get it to our lives well and you'll manifest it it comes with the ability to be in your own present energy you manifest it because ultimately as human beings we are in a frequency and a relationship with serving each other mm -hmm. now that's again outside of the brain and 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 trying to contextualize that through the cerebral experience it's a quantum physics experience it's an energy we're all made up of energy we're all in this quantum field of energy and i don't understand it all i just know it works and the point being is that as you clean up your own energy and you we, we hear about this idea of purpose and i have to be you know having some sort of being in service and usually service is a form of self-sabotage right now where we give ourselves to everybody else as a form of not having to deal with what we're going through i'll just help everybody else but when you clean up your own energy and you're really at peace in the presence of your own life you ultimately manifest being in service because of the ability for you to co-regulate somebody else it's your regulation that manifests the ability to co-regulate somebody. And we know right now, especially with the last four or five years of all the craziness that went on globally, that the level of isolation and loneliness, the level of frustration, the level of worry, the level of fear, the level of anxiety, and the perpetuation of that from the global systems, whether it's the money system, the debt economy, the, the social media, the media itself, if we don't know that this is what's happening to us and that we can shift our own energy around what's going on, you're going to get to your deathbed and have the number one regret, which is, I wish I would have lived. Mm -hmm. The way to live is to honor presence in your life, cultivate a relationship with presence, and you will find yourself in the highest level of service to others possible. And it will come to you in a way where you might not expect it and nor should you try and figure it out in your head unless it comes from your power of critical thought, comes from your power of being present. In that state, you think cleaner and clearer. You have more motivated thoughts. You're able to take action on things that actually make you feel good and make sense and don't leave you stuck looking at everybody else on social media wondering, well, why can't I have what they have? Well, that's a product of your own brain learning from the stress response you've just created from it. And now you're stuck in it. Definitely. And also, uh, we have to first prioritize our own mental and physical health first, because a lot of times people say, oh, that's being selfish when you focus on yourself, but that's actually essential. You first have to nourish yourself enough, then you'll be able to give to others. Like you said, to be in service to others, you have to be in service to yourself first. And yeah. uh, from that state, it was just be natural how you can co-regulate others' emotions as well. Yeah, it's the most powerful act of self-love when you regulate your own stress response. In the moment that you're not being chased by the bear or the saber-toothed tiger or whatever it is, yeah. you know, the, 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 the stress response is such a beautiful thing. But we, we, you know, we don't know what we're doing. And the brain is such a beautiful organ, but we don't understand it. Nobody's teaching the common person on how to optimize it. 
we all think, well, you have to be some sort of special PhD of some kind to be able to do this stuff. It's not true. You just have to know that this is really easy. It's easy to do. It's easy to have the right tools that, that fit into your busy life because we all have busy lives, especially if, as parents. It's in the moments of life that this is done. Your life is where you play the game. It's not, how do I find a way to fit more fitness into my crunch time? How do I find the diet that will make this, make everything feel better and crunch it in? It's like everything has to fit in. It's like, that's not how life is supposed to be lived. It's supposed to have flow and it's supposed to have ease to it. And that's nature's law. It's abundance. We've just lost our way because nobody's helping us to have the right method and the right support to bring this into action. And that's my mission is to just give folks those steps. You know, like I mentioned, the six steps, the Unleash Your Energy Roadmap, follow the six steps. I guarantee you within days, you're going to notice, okay, there's more peace in this. There's more calm. I can now start to navigate things in a whole different way. Now your brain is going to fight you. It doesn't want, and we know this, it doesn't like the peace. It doesn't like the calm. You know, it likes to avoid any silence and boredom, but that's, that's the place we need to grow into and cultivate a relationship with our own natural biology through our nervous system so that the heart becomes the power source of how we live our lives and, and, and the energetic force that it really is allow it to do what it wants to do for us. And then we just have to get out of the way and enjoy the ride. Yes, and that's usually hard to do to get out our own way. And for a lot of people, it's a challenge, but this is how we're going to tune into that powerful energy. And now we can create more of what we want in life, not what somebody else's want for us. So we need to be the creators of our own life experiences and knowing that we can do it and it's possible and it's easy actually. So for those who would like to look into the roadmap and the six steps, how can they find the book and learn more about it? Yeah, just off my website, clearimpact.io, clearimpact.io. It's right there when you get there. It's free to download. And um, yeah, I, I'm I'm happy to connect with anybody who resonates with this message because uh, it's real and it's, uh, it's not that difficult. It's challenging because the brain will not like the process. But at some point in the next week, two weeks, three weeks of the continual practicing of it, your heart just becomes so much more powerful and it gets so much easier to live aligned to what fuels you most. Yes. And thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and wisdom with our listeners. And as a thought for today, as we close, what would you tell them? Hmm. Embrace, embrace your gifts, embrace your gifts, which has an energy, energetic frequency. And that takes something to go inward and, and feel proud of yourself for where you are and who you are and own that energy and let that be what shines for others to uh, to get to be in, engaged with you in that. And it's a beautiful thing. Yes. Thank you so much, Adam. I hope you enjoy your day. Thank you, Anna. Appreciate you having me. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, Follow my show and leave me a review. I'd love to hear from you. 
to check out Intern Store, go to internpodcast.com. Stay tuned.